Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. we got a very, very special show uh, for all of you out there. My co-host today, Lynn Brown, joining me here today. And those of you know her show, Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life. But most importantly, you also know, you know what, Lynn, what Lynn has you know, said yes to in this world. Whether you've listened to her uh, on her own show, whether you've listened to her joining us here today, co-hosting, One of the things that you know is that she loves, loves, loves working with people, people who think they're living regular lives, helping them, infusing them with the magic of soul. And what does that look like? Well, if we take a look at who Lynn is, whether you know her as somebody that works with you to plan an abundantly epic financial future, or if you work with her about the abundance through energy, the workshop she's do- she does, or whether or not you're working with her and you're seeing the many ways she is helping people all over the world step in to manifest the lives they desire. You know, all of that, meaning all of the above, you know, looks to one thing. How does Lynn show up in her own life? How do I show up in my own life? Now, many of us are not called to do the same things. But clearly, all of us are called, and I mean it, all, everybody. You're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't think I'm called. Yeah, you are. And so today, we're going to take a journey with Lynn where we're looking at every moment in life has prepared me for today. So really just take that in for a moment. Every moment in life has prepared me for today. And think about that. If you woke up this morning and you went out and your car had a big old flat tire and you're thinking, I don't know what to do. Every moment in your life has prepared you for today. If you wake up today and you're walking into work and your boss is like, wow, dude, you did a great job. Let me give you a a couple of 10 grand here to promote you. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm happy. I'm smiling because every moment in life has prepared you for today. But what does that mean to Lynn Brown? You know, what does it mean to Lynn, who in the past six months has looked at life and has said, I'm being called to a purpose that I don't even understand, but I'm going to go do it anyway. And so today's show is to explore what that means. Every moment in life prepares us not only for the next moment, but our ultimate mission on this planet. And what is it about the event that Lynn has had just done? You know, abundance takes flight better known to me as Yip, the mouth of money is talking, and Lynn Brown listened. Why? That's what today's show is all about. So get ready for a candid, live, interacted, unscripted conversation between she and I about 
whether or not we really do believe, each of you, each of us, that every moment in life has prepared you for today. Lynn, it is great to have you here. Isn't that a really interesting and cool topic? Absolutely. I'm uh, I'm ready. <laughs> like you said, <laughs> I, I don't know what's about to unfold, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm, ex- I'm excited to be participating in life, and, and we'll see where we're going. Well, I want to talk about something that you and I have in common. And, you know, and what it is, is both of us went down the path of loving sports. We did. You went one way, I went another. And then both of us had something absolutely horrific happen. Uh, In my case, I had an injury at 19 years old that ended what everybody thought was going to be a very, very good uh, professional fast-pitch softball career. Yeah. In your case, you had one too. So let's you and me talk sports for a minute because <laughs> okay. you love sports. Yeah, let's talk all day about that. Let's talk about sports. I love sports. You love sports. But, you know, here's the thing. I don't know about you, but my deal with sports did not go the way I planned. How about you? No. No, not the way that I was expecting, <laughs> right? Not the way that I was expecting, but obviously there was a plan <laughs> that I wasn't aware of, Um and, and I got to capture what's neat about sports. And as I look back upon my life and how deeply, right, when you're in sports, man, you're ingrained in it. You know, if you're really at the commitment level that it takes to be um, a top-level athlete, uh, you, it's like every fiber of your being is invested in that mentally, physically, and for me, spiritually. Mm-hmm. And the things that you learn about life, and about your purpose, um, I mean, that I, I think maybe every athlete would probably agree that you just pick up so much about life through sports. And as I fl- reflect upon my life, um, I mean, I could literally sit here and talk all day about lifelong lessons mm-hmm. that have prepared me for what I'm doing right now, that if I didn't have the sports and if I didn't have that intensity and if I didn't have that dedication and focus, yeah, I wouldn't, I probably would not be doing, I wouldn't be as prepared, right? I'd be prepared to do something different. But what I'm doing right now takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of determination. It takes Uh a lot of power. It takes takes a lot of certainty. And those are all things that I got from sports. Uh And at this point, you know, from this perspective, from this juncture in life, I'm glad I blew out my knee. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm glad. Well, you blew out your knee. Right. But you're you're a basketball player, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's you know, that was that 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 was the sport of choice for Lynn Brown. Right. So both of us. Interesting. You played with a giant like what? Orange ball. I played with a little teeny white ball. But, you know, here you are, you're playing basketball. And, you know, we all know what it means when we say I blow out my knee. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's heart shattering, actually. Mm hmm. I think it takes maybe being in that position to truly understand. I think sometimes athletes get a bad rap mm. for, oh, you know, they're the, the dumb jocks or they get a lot of special privileges. But, boy, I, I didn't. You know, I, I got straight A's in school, and it taught me a work ethic and a focus that if, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I, where I was mm. today. Um, so, yeah. Anyways. Well, you know, this is like get into it winning at the game of life. 
right? So, you know, we're starting a dialogue talking about like our life's experience because you played basketball because it was something you loved. So let's just be really clear about that, right? right. It's not, well, maybe you didn't. Uh, it, you know, I certainly didn't have, you know, parents saying to me, dude, I want you to go play fast pitch softball because we think it's really going to be the best way for you, a woman back in the day to actually get, you know, like have a career. No, no. <laughs> so when we say yes to these things, doesn't it, you, doesn't the heart of passion lead? Absolutely. It has to. It's like an unfettered. It's an unfettered release and passion into, I I don't know, you just kind of get taken and transported to a different reality. And I think Mm -hmm. that um, all of us have that um, one thing that we're called to do and it it will maybe change throughout life. But I think that every every one of us are put here on the planet with that little door or that one thing in their heart that they're here to do. And when you open that door, it's just this magical energy and passion that comes out Mm -hmm. in it. It's every, it makes everything easy, right? It's not, it's not effort. It's you're working hard, right? Cause I put in probably literally eight to 10 hours a day I know. into that. Um, but it wasn't hard work for me because I enjoyed it. It was my passion. The, and, you know, let's talk about that. Cause that's really key. You know, when I played softball, fast, uh, fast pitch softball, uh, I, I showed up early. I stayed later. Uh, I practiced even when I wasn't practicing And, you know, there's a part of that that you and I should talk about, which doesn't get talked about. And that is the intuition of sports. Now, we don't talk about it enough, but there is a level of intuitiveness that shows up in the middle of whatever we do, even sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think now that I am matured in my intuitive (laughs) perspective right I can look back and say oh my gosh I was so intuitive then I just wasn't conscious that I was doing it intuitively it was just instinct right so you could call Mm -hmm. it instinct intuition the same thing Um, but my intuition was amazing and people even today or even in high school, you know, when I was playing, people would say, Lynn, it looks like you have eyes in the back of your head. How do you know? How do you know some of those things? How, how do you get through openings? How do you? Mm. It's like you can shoot the ball and, you, and you're not even actually seeing where the hoop is. How, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, I think it's because I practice a lot, <laughs> you know, and it's part of that. But it, it was it's intuition. It's feeling it's feeling. Um, the surroundings, it's knowing the surroundings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, there's a lot of intuition in sports. There is. And this is part of what we're talking about today. If you think that we're, we're not talking about life in abundance, uh, well, we really are. Because, you know, if you're somebody that's on the game field of life and people are shouting, take the shot, take the shot, take the shot, and you're not able to take the shot, then the question is, what is getting in the way? You know, many of us that have been down this path, you know, when it comes to taking the shot, are you ready to take it? Are you ready to, without a doubt, without a question, without thinking, second guessing yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Wondering, am I in the right place on the court? Should I be sending the ball over to uh, Benny right now to take the shot? Is this my shot to take? If you're spending that amount of time to figure out if you're ready to take the shot in life, 
chances are you somebody's already it. taken it. Yeah, you've Let's missed it. it. Right? I mean, you missed the you shot. Missed the sh- you, you missed, missed the, the chance. Shot. You missed the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, everybody, everybody in the stands are like shouting at you, Lynn, Pat, Benny, <laughs> take the shot. No, buzzer goes and, off. And the Game over. <laughs> Oh, that was a really good lesson. Um, I know you're going to break. I was going to. Did you have that? I was Did you go- have that lesson with the with the buzzer going off? Oh man! Well, that's one of the biggest lessons I learned in life. As I reflect back, this prepared me for this moment. Is, um, I was the one who who would take you know who would step up and take the shot and 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 I wanted to take that shot. Um, and you know, I could look across my team in a split second and see the fear in their eyes. They didn't want to take the shot. And so from third grade to fourth grade, to fifth grade, to seventh grade, to eighth grade, to ninth grade through college, I was prepared to take the shot. Mm -hmm. Um, there's no hesitation and you can't hesitate. And in life, um, you can't hesitate because you miss that one opportunity. Um, uh, so many times, and I watch basketball today, oh my gosh, the buzzer goes off and the kid's not taking the shot. If there was... 0.2 0.2 seconds on the clock and I was at one end of the court and the hoop was at the other end of the court. I knew how much time was on that clock and I knew how to position myself to get the shot off. Um, so it's not only about when you have the ball, if you realize what amount of time is left, can you take the shot? Can you pull the trigger? Can you step up for your team? Can you step up for you? But are you aware? You yeah. know, what is your awareness? So. Well, let's talk about this. And, you know, I think we should just skip the break because we, you know, I want to really bring this to the forefront. You know, if you're listening to this show and you're wondering, wow, I don't know, am I not taking the shot? Do I think I'm taking the shot? But more importantly, what if you take the shot and you miss? (sighs) What if you take the shot and you miss? What if you're taking the shot, the buzzer goes off and you miss? does that have a meaning or a purpose? And I think we should talk about that, Lynn. Yeah, I think You know, because great. we go through life and we don't take the shot because it seems the safer place to be. What do you think? Well, you know, here's another, here's another great lesson. Um, I, I think that, well, for me, I expect the ball to go in every time. Okay, I'm going to reframe that so everybody in the world can hear this. I expect to succeed at everything I do. I expect to accomplish the thing I'm after. I expect to win. I expected to hit every single shot that I ever shot in my life. And I hoped, you know, I I think... So I expected to, and I hoped that I wouldn't miss it, right? I expected to hit it. I hoped that I wouldn't miss it. I think on the ver- on the vice versa side of that, people, if you're really serious with yourself and if you, like, really reflect on this with, with yourself, I think most people are expecting the failure. They're expecting to miss the shot, but they're hoping that they make it. They're yeah. hoping that they win. They're hoping that they become successful. But the expectation, the actual root of creation is actually expecting to not, right? And I know that that can come from fear of not doing it. But here's where you move into preparation and believing that every moment of your life is preparing you for the next. See, a lot of people see this championship basketball game. A lot of people see um, the 
you know, when the person goes on and and hits the last second shot and and they believe, oh, that person's in all their glory and and yippee do. But what they don't see is the dedication and the preparation that went into getting there. And yeah, and, and enjoying yeah. that process and understanding that that is the process and people's lives are the process. And if we just can kind of surrender to, hey, every step I take, I'm being prepared for the next step and do it with confidence. Well, you know, one of the things that I think I'd like to say to everybody tuning into the show today is, you know, this is an opportunity to get set for every moment in your life, which has totally prepared you for the moment that you're in now. That's the show topic. Every moment in life has prepared me for today. You know, that's what Lynn and I are talking about in the show. And what about those moments that, you know, she and I alluded to before? What about those moments where, wait a minute, whoopsie, I blew out my knee? What does that even mean? And, you know, what does it mean for somebody like me sitting here today, a couple of decades later, and for Lynn? But what did that mean at the time? And let's talk about that. I mean, I don't know about you. That was one of the most gut-wrenching aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And blowing out my knee is not exactly, that's putting it mildly. Mm -hmm. Because we're not just blowing out a knee. You know, at the moment that something like that happens, we're looking at, I've just blown out a career. Mm -hmm. I've just blown out something I'm purposely and passionately love. Mm -hmm. I just, it's gone. Your whole life has to change The whole life flashes before you. What did you feel about at that moment, Lynn? Well, you know, it was a glory. It was a glorious moment. Uh, I was actually, you know, I played for Loyola Marymount University down in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and uh, it was my sophomore year. And uh, I was starting, and I was coming back home. And so many people from Winthrop, Washington, uh, who followed me, supported me all my life, came over to see me play in this Christmas tournament at, at University of Washington. And um, you know, I was doing well, um, and. And in my fashion that I do, you know, I'm out on a fast break and I th- am thinking to myself, okay, well, I can lay it up and get two points or I can just let this person, you know, I can slow down at the last second and let this person hit me <laughs> and I can get three points. <laughs> so I'm because I'll score and then I'll just shoot a fr- th- uh, free throw. Well, I never, I, I, I slowed down to stop. The person hit me and I, I never, never got to get up for that shot. Um, I, my leg went one direction. It felt like it went off the court. The ball went um, to the baseline, and um, I could see, I mean, just the amount of pain that I experienced right there was uh, crazy, and then I could just see the look in the eyes of my teammates as they're like, oh, we know what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And even then, this is really interesting for me to look back on, even then, like, I think my coach was in denial because she's like, just, oh, get up and, you know, get up and play and because you're not swollen and that swollen means you blow out your knee. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can do this. So, you know, I went home for Christmas break, but I couldn't move and I came back home. She's like, hey, you got to get, you, you got to get out on the court. You know, I'm like, well, I'm trying, but my, my, I'm like dragging my leg, you know, because when you blow out your knee, your um, ACL, it, it, that's what makes you go from side to side. And so I couldn't go from side to side. <laughs> uh, it, it just, it, there was nothing helping me do that. So I actually went to one of the best trainers and the, our trainers were the LA, um, the Lakers trainers. Yeah. And they made a custom brace for me and I rehabbed for like six weeks. Not only did I blow out my ACL, I did my meniscus and I shattered the bones around 
um, my knee because it wouldn't crash back together mm-hmm. so hard. So this is the passion that's in, in an athlete's heart, right? That you, you, you want to play so bad and you want to do well for your team and you want to do well for your coach. And um, so I tried to play on a, on a, on a leg that, that I should not have been playing on. Yeah. And, it, and I rehabbed enough to just build the muscles around it to get back on playing. And then here's what really crushed me. Uh, I was getting ready in a shoot around before one of my games. And I had actually checked in a couple of the other games before that to, to show her I was kind of ready. But basically she put me in to go hit three-point shots. So mm. I, that was easy. So I could go stand outside and just hit three-point shots. And so I hit like two, three or four in one game. She's like, okay, you're ready. You're ready again. Mm-hmm. So we're we're in the well, not the warm up to the game, but earlier that morning, and we're just doing some little layup drills and some shooting, and I and I did a little fade away, and I collapsed, my leg mm. buckled, and and that point, um, that's when my heart really broke, because right, I, I I knew I couldn't come back. This wasn't my route anymore. This wasn't my path. Mm. Um, in in everything that I thought, everything that I had ever prepared for was gone, right? Like, what do I do in my life? I I lived and breathed preparing to be the best athlete mentally, physically, and spiritually that I could be. Little, you know, little did I know that within the summer, some business guy picked me up and he's like, Lynn, every, he was an athlete too. He was a wrestler. He goes, yeah. Lynn, I want to be your mentor. I'm like, Really? He goes, yep, you have qualities that nobody else out there has. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? He goes, well, just do what I say. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And he goes, and he taught me how to do network marketing. He taught me how to be a presenter. He taught me the mind of business. And he goes, Lynn, take every skill you've ever applied in basketball as an athlete. Because I see I see it and I know it because I'm an athlete. He goes, and apply that to business. And there we go. I had a purpose again. Right. But you know what's interesting about that? Because the purpose, again, would not have happened uh, had you not had the injury. But here's something really even I think that, it, you know, we could we could literally move by this and not talk about it. So here's the interesting part of this. See, you had an injury but made a conscious decision to go and build back that strength in that knee. So you just didn't roll over, right? Mm-mm. And so literally, you prepared yourself again to take the court, to take the shot. Mm-hmm. And isn't it interesting that in that second preparation to take the court and take the shot, there was an opportunity. Some people may some people might think about this and say, wow, that's bad luck. Other people may look at it and say, that spirit operating at the highest level for your good than you can imagine. Because had you not done that, had you not got back on the court, had you not played, had your knee not collapsed, you would not have met this individual that mm-hmm. then became your mentor. Mm-hmm. Don't you find that really a story that talks to what it means to persevere as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. You like, so what if I miss a shot? So what if I fall? You have to get, you have to get back up in the, that's, that's the perseverance. And I think, um, yeah, here comes spirit, you know, all along waiting for this, for this perfect moment to insert this person into my life. Um, and I had to hear, I had to be willing, right. So that, so that's another thing I had to be willing to, uh, get up and dust my knees off, dust my pants off, um, 
because I fell in the dirt again physically uh, and 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 give it my all again. Yeah. I ha- y- and you have to be willing to do that. You can't be f- afraid to fail again because I don't see it as a failure. I don't see when a baby is born and it doesn't have the strength and the muscle memory and the neurological firing abilities yet to, to, to walk. I don't see that the baby's failing. Right. I see that the baby hasn't tried enough angles, tested its limit enough to understand how to get up and walk. Well, my niece, she's 15 now, awesome, awesome young lady. When she was a baby, I had the opportunity to uh, be with her most of the time for the first three years. And you better believe I was forming her mindset. You know, we would go out to the sandbox and play, and then she would, you know, lift her arms up and, you know, like she wants me to carry her back to the house. I said, nope, crawl, you know, I'll crawl with you. Um, start understanding those muscle movements. Start start pushing yourself to the limit because wherever we think our limit is, trust me, it's not. It's just the, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's our current comfort zone it's our current limit right yeah it's not it's not only your current limit it is it is the opportunity that when you're down when you have been injured a heartache maybe it's a relationship maybe it's a job that you don't have any longer you know maybe it's your life savings that you just spent so that you could literally get through the past 10 years maybe it's that Maybe it's a scenario right now where you're not able to do the kinds of things in life that you want to do. Whatever that is, the question really becomes, are you living in the place of possibilities? Are you asking yourself, what else is possible? Can I approach somebody and get my custom knee brace fixed so that I can have one more time to take the shot? Are you in that place? If you thinking that you're not in that place, we have opened up the phone lines. 1-800-930-2819. Here's a question. Are you ready to take the shot? Now, in my case, the ball that I got to play with, both of them, the softball and table tennis ball, a little bit smaller. But it doesn't mean that the situation is different. How do you pick yourself up from a debilitating injury. And I use that term really for all of you to think about, because I know that if you're listening to this show and I said to you, you know, when in your life do you feel you've been injured? Yeah. Yeah. When do you think you've been injured? How about a heartache? How about a loss? The question is, have we done what we need to do to pick ourselves up, to strengthen who we are in life and then get out there and take the shot again? But maybe the shot you take isn't the basketball hoop. Maybe the shot I took wasn't the softball. What is it about us that we need to understand to see the next shot that's available to us? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Lynn Brown joining me here today. When we come back, we're going to tell you about a couple of really cool things, and we're going to talk about what is it the sh- what's the shot that Lynn just took that is quite similar to the basketball hoop, but is a much, much longer distance to shoot that ball. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I know 
I took the path that you would never want for me. I know I let you down tonight. So many sleepless nights where you were waiting up on me. Well, I'm just a slave unto the night. Now remember when I told you that's the last you'll see. Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place? That is the most familiar to your soul? In the depths of who you are? The universe puts someone here to talk to. Someone God gave a blessing to. That you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net 1-800-323-1790 Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Ladies, it's time to treat yourself. Join the Women of Wisdom for their annual fundraiser Saturday, June 4th. This is a sacred pampering day for women at North Seattle College. If you are a business and want to be one of our pamperers, we still have space. It's going to be a day to relax and treat yourself. For more information and to get tickets, visit thewowconference.org. That's the W-O-W-conference.org. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. Are you driven by your victimized inner child? Does your child scream at the possibility of the unknown? Remember, your child couldn't drive a car, go to the grocery store, say no, control her time, or make money. Panic surfaces when we empower ourselves, start something new, or just say no. That child doesn't know the big you can take care of yourself. Rather than fight, embrace her. Let him know you can take care of him. This is a big part of healing for many of us. Need help? Visit LeslieFontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. There are individual sessions, classes, and audio products to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Sheer Alchemy, on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. And, you know, today we're talking about, you know, get into it, winning at the game of life. You know, Lynn Brown is joining me here today. Uh, I'm Dr. Pat. And every moment in life has prepared me for today. Yeah, 
do we actually believe that? But, you know, the question really then becomes, Lynn, you know, how did that episode, how did that experience prepare you for the next shot you are going to take, which happened not too long ago? What is it about the event that you put on and what's happening with that? Uh, that you can relate to your life experiences? Because first of all, you know, had you ever done it before? Did you actually know where it was going to go or how it was going to go? <laughs> and I think it's important to kind of talk about how things came together because you just finished doing an event that, I don't know, a couple of months ago, you didn't even know you were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had some great conversations about that, huh, leading up to the event. Yeah, um, yeah first of all, I didn't I didn't know how I was going to pull it, pull it off. I what I knew was what I had to do um and what I was get, you know, the instructions and the, what I was asked to do was to it was pretty vague actually. Um <laughs> but it was full of purpose. Um, I was asked to put on an event that would release and talk about and introduce a new consciousness of money that um, I've been being prepared to do. And I was supposed to, the instructions I was given to let everybody just come in as donation only. So if you donate $2 or if you donate $1,000, Come to the event, get this information. It let it uplift your consciousness, let it expand your possibilities, let it help you consider what else might be possible in the way of abundance and money. And at the same time, with all the money raised, I was going to turn around and give it d- directly to um, a nonprofit organization. And for about a month and a half, I knew that I was supposed to give it to a nonprofit organization, but I didn't know out of all the millions of different nonprofits <laughs> what area I was even supposed to give it to, right? Was it supposed to be right. the kids? Was it supposed to be to help leukemia? What, you know, I don't know. Um, and then that became clear, you know, once I said yes and just trusted that everything would um, start to reveal itself, uh, it did. And so I ended up giving to the homeless. Um, Share Wheel. We ended up being connected to Share Wheel, which is mm-hmm. an organization that uh, intuitively another person that was helping me um, create this thing because I can't couldn't do it on my own. Uh, she went out and she made the connection with with Share Wheel. Little little did we know that w- one week or two weeks later that they were going to be having to shut down some tent cities. So we we're aligned again by source, mm-hmm. and we continue to raise money for them. And the place was donated. I knew that it was going to be donated. We ended up getting the um, uh, Boeing, or not Boeing, the Museum of Flight, which was amazing. And it just coincided with the theme of Abundance Takes Flight. Because, I, I did, again, I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew. Yeah, but you actually didn't know the place was going to be donated. No. Not when you first started. No. I mean, you you didn't know that. That no. showed up. No, right. No, I knew I knew that that w- it, that it was supposed to be donated. <laughs> uh, you, you knew intuitively, but you really didn't. I mean, there's knowing intuitively, and then there's knowing in you know what's showing up on your doorstep. Oh, right, as right, a contract. right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I, I expected, I, and I was hoping, and I was expecting it to be donated, and it ended up being donated. Amazing, an amazing person, um, actually, a Boeing executive and an acquaintance of mine, actually just. Uh, 
rented the space for us. So there's just an amazing amount of miracles that happened to pull this through. And so I knew, you know, I was supposed to just talk about this. And as I, as I got closer to the event, I realized I really didn't have anything lined up. And, and I actually, I, I didn't even know how to put on an event like this. And because intuitively I was getting, you need to find a place that will seat at least 300 people. It needs to be on film. You need to catch it on film. And as we got closer to the event, um, my body kind of wanted to freak out a little bit because I, I didn't have the things lined up that I was supposed to have lined up. Mm-hmm. So my body wanted to freak out, but I noticed I was in this peace and this stillness um, because I knew God was going to provide everything. And um, and it, and he did. So it even I didn't even have all the content that I was going to deliver until about three days before the event. Mm-hmm. And, and I was okay with that. It was such a peaceful thing because I was in alignment with what I was supposed to be doing. I was saying yes. And here's the here's really what it came down to. Um, I was okay showing up that night and nobody else attending. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this now. I, I was okay with um, the potential that five people might show up. I was okay with whatever happened that night, because here, here's what it was. This was between me and God. Th- this project, this step, this event was between me and God. It was, um, I don't know if it's a test, kind of as just testing my belief, testing my faith, and just um, surrendering to what if, what if I filled up the place and people were like, there's no way she could talk to money. I didn't care. I didn't care, Pat. It was all about me and God. And because I stood in my certainty about what I was being called to do, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I think I've been rewarded. I don't know if reward is the right word. I don't think it's the right word. But I like that word. I like reward. Okay, we'll use reward. Well, you know, why don't we talk? Why don't we use the word reward? Because, you know, this is part of the idea about money and scarcity, because we're afraid to say, yeah, I I really actually like a reward. I don't know who said it, but somebody somebody thought, you you know, published something or said something that the ego is like a bad thing. Hmm. Like the ego is a bad thing. You know what? I don't know where that came from. I don't know that, you know, somehow the ego is a bad thing. I think when the ego gets out of balance and now you move towards narcissism, that's something you may want to look at, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But think about it. You know, you standing fully in your confidence, taking the shot, you had to have a little something going on right there, (laughs) right? And it it was a muscle that was built, uh, I think, all my life. Right. And, you know, I had to reach deeper. Oh, my gosh, did I have to reach deeper than I've ever reached? Because this is a different level. This was a yeah. totally different level. This is a totally different ball game. But I don't think we're given things by spirit, which is at the same level or a level less. You know, people are, you know, probably listening to this show. Yeah. I mean, if we're not going to look at the acceleration of who we are meant to be in our lives, if we're not going to take a moment and think, my gosh, I'm at a different place that I am today. And different doesn't mean less than. Um, all of us have gone through through different things, Lynn. I mean, I've talked about this before on air. You know, I got 
I said yes to doing an internet radio show in 2003. I whipped out a credit card and I bought an internet radio show. And I don't know, you know, I said this yesterday or day before on air. What? Internet? No one was listening to internet radio because it really wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, KKNW. And then, in, and then Transformation Talk Radio, the same thing happened. And now TransformationRadio.fm. But I just want to be clear that I'm like everybody else. So are you, Lynn. You know, there are moments where we have moments of doubt. I think the difference is, what are we going to do? Are we going to feed the doubt monger? Are we going to feed it? Are we going to put our time and our attention there? Or are we going to feed our spiritual muscle, right? Mm -hmm. Am I making this overly simple? You know, I have a great example, and I and I, I just love the sports analogies. I I can't I can't get enough of them. But playing basketball, there's a split second, and literally it's a split second when when it when you transition from defense to offense, <laughs> when you transition from offense to defense. And you know how many times in a game you do that? Oh my I gosh, don't. you do a lot. You do it a lot of, a lot of times. Like every th- twenty to thirty seconds, you transition. So. There's something that happens, and this is a life lesson that I learned through basketball at a very young age. I, 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 I noticed this, and I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of this transition moment because if, I, if I'm on defense, anywhere on defense, the other team has the ball, and they shoot it. If they score, there's a moment of pause, of celebration, and if it's one second, that's one second that I have advantage of staying in movement where they're paused. And especially on the other end, right, because human nature, when we miss the shot, so so um, I'm on defense, somebody else takes the shot, and if they miss it, they're hanging their head for a split second, right? They're, they're slapping their leg, they're saying, ah, oh, dang it, and they're getting down on themselves. But it is in that moment, the quicker you can get through that moment and transition to the next, you're back on the offense, right? So I, Pat, that is one of the biggest lessons I ever learned in my life. And I learned it at a very young age. I would take advantage of every transition. And I was one of the best top scorers, probably, I don't know, I just in the, I would dare to say in the history of high school basketball Mm -hmm. because I took advantage of the transitions. I never stopped. When somebody on my team missed a shot and they hung their head for a second, I said, we got to get back. We got to get back on defense. You have no time to hang your head. Your body and your your muscle memory have already, you've already stored that muscle memory (laughs) in your system. Yeah. Right? You've already learned to not shoot it exactly like that again. Mm-hmm. We have no time to hang our head. And um, that lesson is is just powerful through everything in life, right? Yeah. You, you don't have time to hang your head. You don't have time to, before the next opportunity arises, right? Because I will score on you. <laughs> no, that's I right. I, I will score on people in that split second that they hesitated. And no, there's no question about that. And because, over a lifetime of doing right. that, you don't think about it anymore. You just stay in motion. 
you won't have to think about it. And every one of us has that built into us where we can be that. We don't have to beat ourselves up. We just have to store the memory. We just have to store the lesson and keep moving forward. It was there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I want to talk about is that, you know, there are things that we can do to make sure we're getting to the place where that act is natural. And it's, it is transferable to, uh, to our lives. You know, it's, it's transferable to, to being in a place right now for all of you listening to the show, if you are in a place right now and you are sitting on something that literally is causing you discomfort, you know, this is really a time to take the shot. Now, are you going to know everything to do? Well, literally, you know, what we're talking about, Lynn, is that in order for somebody to take a three-point shot, there is some preparation work. You know, in order for somebody to hit a ball at 90 miles an hour, a little a little white ball at 90 miles an hour there's a little preparation that Mm -hmm. goes for that right because sometimes when you take the shot it doesn't go in the hoop and you've got to be ready for the rebound in my case if you're going to hit the ball 90 miles an hour and the person across the table from you blocks it or hits it back if you are still looking at that ball you hit 90 miles an hour and not paying attention to the fact that oopsie somebody just hit the ball back game over so how do you prepare for the rebound Ooh, man <laughs> that's a whole nother show that is that is <laughs> <laughs> and break <laughs> just kidding just kidding um yeah it's a it's it's uh it's a muscle memory i think and i think um first is is taking a hard honest look at yourself and, mm-hmm. and and what what stance are you in in life? Are you in an offensive stance? Are you in a defensive stance? Right? Because it takes a minute for you to get to the offensive stance from the defensive stance. And what I mean is, do you sit back on your heels and then something pops up and you have an opportunity and it takes you time to move uh, on the toes or on the balls of your feet? Or do you stay on the balls of your feet and, mm-hmm. and, and be prepared and, and take those chances? I was, I was sitting, I, I, I live on a hill and I, and I came up to the stoplight and I think like most people would do, you put your foot on the brake and I noticed I didn't, I, I put my foot on the brake to stop and to hold myself from not rolling back down the hill. Right. But what I actually did was I put my foot on the gas just enough to hold me steady. There's a big difference, right? Yes. There's a big difference. Are you, and I noticed that in myself. I'm like kind of laughed at myself because I'm like, that's how I posture myself in life. I will have my foot on the gas just enough to hold me steady. And when the light turns green, I can go. Or I could have my foot on the brake. And when the gas turns or when the light turns green, then I have to take time to move over to the gas, push the gas pedal and go. But I think and people might laugh at that, but if you really think about that, it's a way of being. It's a, it's a different way of being, and we all have that ability. So I think mm-hmm. it starts, Pat, it starts with understanding yourself, being a student of yourself, mm-hmm. giving yourself more credit, making every decision being about you and your path, about you and God, not about everybody else and what everybody else is thinking and their expectations. This yeah. is a game for you. Yeah. This is your game. 
You have to be on the balls of your feet, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I love what you said, because, you know, this is really kind of important. Um, I don't know about your experience, but I know my experience in, in doing the show for as long as I've done. There's been one really point of contention that I've had. I've had many people that have come on to the show and say, you know what, you got to let go of expectations. I don't know that that is really true. I, I, I really believe that it's not the expectations you have to let go of. It's the outcome that you think that uh, the laws of the universe are obligated to provide you with, right? Yeah. Like yeah. in my case, in your case, both of us had a vision to help other people. Neither one of us knew it was going to be radio. Right. Yeah. And, and my event, I think that's a great um, tee yeah. up for this event. You know, yeah. I, I didn't know what the expectation was, uh, what was supposed to happen to a boat. I, as I got closer, I knew I was supposed to, you, I just really had to capture it on film. And I, I didn't know why, but now I know why, because, oh, I have an amazing team editing this film. Mm. And this is just the beginning. Oh my gosh, this is just the beginning. We're going to have a teaser um, prepared probably today or tomorrow. And it'll be up mm -hmm. on my website. It should probably be up on your website. It'll be, mm -hmm. you know, it'll be out there. And the, um, the video is broken up into three parts because it, it was good two and a half hours of, of content and it's in it's in it's intense content. It's deep. It's things we probably haven't considered before. So mm -hmm. um, your mind really has to be in, in um, a place where you can consider expanding yourself. And I just in the last few days, you know, <clears throat> after the event, I kind of went into a relaxation mode. Uh, I did the things that I was asked to do. And now it's kind of in the oven baking is what I call it. So <laughs> I put all the ingredients in and now it's baking. And I didn't know what I was supposed to do from here. So I'm like, you know, God just, okay, I know you want me to be in stillness about this. <laughs> uh, see, they don't give me stuff to do sometimes because they know that I can't sit in stillness if I have it. So, you know, sometimes I know they hold back information from me. So they gave me a sneak peek and they're like, so this video, Lynn, you know, all along we're asking you to be the example. Well, you just created a system that's duplicatable across the planet so what we want you to do is we want you to say you know how on facebook there'll be like the ice bucket challenge right the da 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 challenge whatever the right. different challenges are well this is how it was presented to me just a few days ago it's like lynn we want you to take this video and we want you to start challenging people to the abundance the abundance challenge yeah and I'm like, okay, well, what does that look like? What does that have to do with the ice bucket? Because that's how I was showing, showing it, you know? I was like, what does that have to do with the ice bucket? And they're like, well, Lynn, you challenge somebody. Like, like, like I challenge you, Dr. Pat, to yeah. the abundance challenge. So what you're going to do is duplicate the process that I did that night. You're going to gather a group of people, small, big, your community, a stadium full of people. You're going to let people come in by donation only. And um, you're going to enjoy the video, which is already done and prepared for you. Uh, halfway through, you can stop and you can talk about it. Uh, you can network if you want. At the end of the event, you take those donations and you donate it to a local homeless mm -hmm. group. And it's key that it's homeless because that's what I'm. That that's what happened for well, me. Well, that's what that's, that's what, what the it focus is. is. That that's what the whole place is because we need their right. talents, we need their gifts, we need them to right. get out of survival mode, to lift the whole consciousness because we are one. We are not separate, and and the the abundance mentality that you have 
can only be lifted so high if there are others uh, at the bottom. So we need to help pick up those home, you know, the homeless in that in that group consciously. Mm-hmm. So give it back to the local homeless. If you don't have somebody that you're passionate about, a group that you're passionate about in the homeless community, you can send it back up to me and we'll get it over to the share wheel. And there we go. Now it's done the same thing that the actual event did. The people that are seeing the video, to see people that are, are getting the content are at a place where they're capable. If they choose, right, they are capable. It's just are you choosing to or not to? You're mm-hmm. always choosing. Are you choosing to do it or to not do it? There's no you're not doing anything. You're always doing something. So are you choosing to expand your consciousness around money and abundance and increase it? Or are you expanding to not? Or, you know, what are you doing there? So by watching the video, you're doing that. You're getting the donations. You're giving it back to the local community, uplifting them. And now we're off and running. And we've just lifted a whole other side of society. So I know there's people out across the world. There's people out across the U.S. There's people out across Washington State who have their little groups. They have their business groups. They have their church groups. They have their spiritual groups, their meditation groups, their nonprofit groups. Look, the video's done. And you will not come out of participating in this abundance challenge. As this, You will not come out of there the same. Even yeah. if you don't believe it, it will change you. you yeah. Know, yeah. Even and if you're you not ready why? to digest it, right? Right, right. It will change you. And how can you. people do this? Where are they going to be able to find out about this? Because I know we're going to be talking about this more. Uh, we're going to do another show on it, especially for the challenge. But this is really the way to go. It's really interesting where you and I are coming from right now. Um, you know, I love the whole homeless thing. I I have to tell you that I had one of my moments uh, on the stage uh, at your event with the homeless people. And I did. I had one of those moments where I, my God, I said some things I don't even believe I said. And then the minute I said them, I got off the stage and I said to Jessica, maybe we should edit that out. (laughs) I I did. That's exactly what I did. I said, maybe we should edit that out. Why? Because I know what it's like to be homeless. Yeah. And you know what? There isn't a group of people walking around right now that didn't have a taste of that over these past 10 years. So what you're doing is you're not only tapping into a real situation, but you're tapping into a subconscious idea that a lot of people carry. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fear, right? Even if you are the one that's donating $1,000 to come see that video. Mm -hmm. I know that in the last few years, you've had a moment where, you know, when the economy is up or the economy is down, there's fear. There's fear based in when you're dealing with money. And we, as a collective consciousness, just need to start releasing and rising above that. Yeah. And it's going to take every one of us, no matter where you are on that path. It's time, you know, it's time to do your part. Whatever you're able to do, whatever you're capable of doing, I think it's our responsibility for ourselves, for the planet, for the world, for our neighbors, for our brothers, for our sisters. Receive more so you can give more. Be blessed so that you can bless others and become this gift, become this consciousness, right, of prosperity so that you can give this gift of consciousness to others. We're changing the world. Give out your website, lynnmbrown. lynnmbrown.com. All right, everybody, stay tuned. Mary Jane Mack coming up next. Try to swim around. 
preceding audio was via a Skype call.